When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. I had no complaints about my life. Growing up, my childhood was perfect. I lived in the ideal little neighborhood. Everyone there was my friend. The kids my age and I were always up to something exciting. We got almost anything we asked for because our parents were cool like that. We'd never heard of any burglaries or any type of crime in the area, so we had nothing to be afraid of. My school was the best, too. I'd heard a lot of kids hating school, but it was impossible for me to feel that way. I lived with my mom, dad, and little sister. We were better than any typical family from those unrealistic sitcoms like Full House. Our home was always filled with joy and laughter. When I look back on my childhood, that is what I remember. Just pure bliss. Until the worst night of my life. But before I continue, please don't forget to like the video and subscribe to this channel. Doing this will prevent you from having a night as horrible as the night that changed my life forever. When I was 10 years old, I was sitting in the living room playing with my new Nintendo DS when I thought I felt the floor shaking. I thought that maybe it was just a figment of my imagination, but after a few seconds, I knew it wasn't. My house began to shake furiously. The books flew off the shelves and the furniture started moving around. I was terrified, so terrified that I couldn't move. I was completely frozen. All I remember seeing after that was the chandelier falling off the ceiling and straight onto my head. I blacked out. Darren, Darren, I heard my mother scream. I wanted to respond to let her know that I could hear her, but I couldn't. I could only hear the sounds around me. When I tried to talk, nothing happened. I began to hear sirens, then I felt myself being picked up and placed onto a stretcher. My mom, dad, and little sister were all crying. The hospital was cold, and I was terrified that I couldn't see anything. I tried so hard to open my eyes, but I just couldn't. I tried to fall asleep, because if I couldn't respond to anything or communicate, I decided it would be best to not be awake. Every time I woke up and began to hear noises around me, I tried to fall asleep again. Hearing people cry about my condition was simply too depressing for me. 
The doctors said that they didn't know if I would make it, and nurses always passed and remarked that it was so sad I wasn't able to enjoy my childhood like a normal boy. I'm not sure how long I stayed in there for, but one day, I felt people moving my body onto a stretcher again. We don't think he'll ever wake up from this coma, so it's probably a good idea that you've decided to take him home, a male voice said. This whole situation is so sad, but we'd prefer to have our son home with us. We'll take good care of him, my mom said. After a long drive and some more movement, I finally felt the soft sheets of my bed and smelled the familiar smell of my bedroom. I was home. I felt more comfortable there, but I deeply wished that I could wake up and return to my normal life. I could still hear everything that was going on around me. Somehow, my parents had managed to get everything that was necessary to take care of me. I was fed through tubes a few times a day, and every time my mom came to my room to do that, she'd talk to me about her day and let me know what the kids were doing at school. My little sister Jada also came to talk to me every morning. She always started with the same line. Big brother, I miss you. I hope you can hear me. I don't really have anyone to talk to, and I wish you could answer. Then she'd tell me all about her friends at school and what new game she was playing with her dolls. For a few months, it was simple like this, but then my parents began to argue a lot. It's way too much money to keep him here. I think we should send him back to the hospital, my dad said one night. He's our son. I want him here with us. How could you even say something like that? My mom answered angrily. I understand that, but it's easy for you to say. You're not the one paying the bills. You quit your job to take care of Darren, and now I have to take care of all our expenses. We simply can't afford it, he said, and then walked out of the room. Every single day, my parents would argue, and it was always related to money. But this isn't the worst of it all. One night, after everyone had already gone to bed, my mom came to my room to check on me. Her phone rang and she picked up immediately. It was on speaker. Hey, why are you calling me so late? She asked. I wanted to know how Darren's doing. Is he okay? Said a male voice I had never heard before in my life. Who could this possibly be? He's fine. I just went to check on him. Don't worry, you'll get to meet him soon. My mom replied. Then she hung up. Who was he? Why did he want to meet me? Nothing made any sense and it really annoyed me that I couldn't ask questions. I had to allow my curiosity to eat my soul. I tried to do what I always did when I felt annoyed in this state. I fell asleep and drifted off into my dreams. My parents continued fighting, and my little sister told me one night that it was making her sad. I wished I could hold her and tell her that everything was going to be okay. One morning after my dad had left for work, I heard the doorbell ring downstairs. A moment after, I heard some footsteps, and then I heard my bedroom door open. There he is said my mom. I can't believe I'm finally getting to meet him, a male voice replied. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
I recognized the voice as the same one I heard on the phone the other night. Do you think he'll ever recover? I wish I could talk to him and that he could talk back. I'm so sad that we missed out on all these years together, he said, his voice beginning to crack up. Well, you can talk to him. Maybe he can hear you. I'm not sure. Sometimes I feel like he can hear me. I suppose it can't hurt to take a chance, my mom replied. The man walked closer to me and held my hand. Son, I'm so sorry that we're meeting under these circumstances. I learned about you when you were six years old, and I didn't want to disturb your happy life. Your mom was already married to Bill, and you all seemed so happy, he said. My heart jumped. He was my real father? Darling, I hope you can forgive me for keeping this from you for so long. I cheated on Bill just before I became pregnant with you. I took a paternity test and it revealed that this man you're meeting today, Dean, is your real father, my mom said. If I could have spoken, I would have screamed at both of them. How could she have done such a thing? It was a lot for me to deal with and it really didn't help that I couldn't speak to anyone about it. The days passed by and my real dad, Dean, continued coming to visit me. He'd always hold my hand and tell me lots of stories, like, When I was 19, I joined the military. I was really scared of everything around me, but I just needed an escape from my own family. I lived with my grandparents and they didn't like me very much. Anyway, I wasn't cut out for the army at all. I was sent home after a few months because they found me to be completely useless. Sometimes he was pretty funny. He tried to tell me jokes and he would try to describe beautiful places to me. He tried to explain what it was like to go fishing, how to build a doghouse, and how to ask a girl on a date. He taught me some life lessons while I was lying there lifelessly in a coma. I began looking forward to his visits. I felt comfortable around him, and Bill, the man I believed to be my father for all these years, rarely ever checked on me. Of course, Dean never came over when Bill was around. Until one evening, and I believe that this was completely accidental. Bill had been on a business trip and he wasn't supposed to return for another few days. Dean had asked my mom if he could come over that night and she agreed. He was sitting next to my bed telling me another exciting story when I heard some movement downstairs. Honey, I'm home, I heard Bill say. He walked upstairs and peeked in my room. Who the hell are you and what are you doing in my son's room? He asked. He's actually my son, Dean replied. Listen, I don't know who you are, but you better get out of my house before I call the police, Bill shouted. Guys, please, don't fight. I can explain. Bill, I'm sorry I never told you this before, but he's right. Dean is Darren's biological father. He's been coming to meet him almost every day while you're away. I didn't tell you because I knew you'd be mad, my mom said, trying to create peace. Her words had the opposite effect. After that, I just heard things breaking and my mom screaming, Stop! Stop! Please! Stop! The noise continued for a few minutes, then suddenly stopped. Oh my gosh, Dean! Oh no, look what he's done to you! My mom said, and she ran out of the room. Then I heard sirens, and more sirens. Later, I found out that Bill had beaten my biological dad so badly that he was arrested for assault. My mother explained to me that he would be in prison for a few years. Dean stopped coming to visit, but I figured it was because he was at the hospital recovering from the beating. My mom came to my bedside one night, crying. Your father is in jail and I need to get a job so I can take care of you. I feel so helpless, like I have nowhere to turn. I just want you to remember that I'll always love you. 
The next day, she came to my room in the morning to feed me breakfast, and when I heard her voice again, it was night. She told me she found a job at a small grocery store, but she wouldn't be making much money to take care of me and my sister. It seemed that every day got worse and worse. Some days, she forgot to feed me, and I was left all alone in my bed. Just as I began to give up hope, I heard my mother's voice. Darren, your father has recovered. He's moved to Australia, but he's filed for custody of you. I had no choice but to agree because I don't have enough money to take care of you. I'm so sorry I couldn't give you a better... ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Your life. I promise we'll be together again someday. But for now, please be strong. I'm sure your dad will take wonderful care of you. I wanted to cry, but I couldn't. A few days later, I felt people moving my body. I heard myself on a plane, and I felt people take me off and wheel me through the airport. I fell asleep again because all the noise and movement became overwhelming. I slept and slept, and when I woke up, everything was different. I opened my eyes and looked around. Oh my gosh, I thought, this is not a dream. My eyes are really open. Dad, I said. Dean came running towards me. You're awake, you're awake. I can't believe it, I'm so happy. He screamed. His wife and their three children all came into the room screaming. Son, welcome to the family. We hope you will love it here, he said. My life was about to change, but I was happy that I had awoken from my coma. <laughs> 